I have something beeping. Well, it's not me. Okay, I don't know. Oh, there we go. Okay, I don't know who was trying to call me, but they'll just have to leave a message. Anyway, I'm here. Hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? All right. Yeah. Yeah, I actually managed to actually shock my my OBGYN this year. Oh. I not only came in for my yearly physical a year after I had my last one, but I came on the same exact day. Oh, goodness. How did you manage to time that? I don't know. That's just how the scheduling worked out. So she walks in and she goes, so how are you doing? I said, I'm here on time. (laughs) She goes, yes, very good. You're here almost to the exact day. I said, actually, it is the exact day. Funny. And I really love her. She she is she is definitely a woman that was A born and raised in on the south side of Chicago and B did her residency on the south side of Chicago. Oh goodness. Because when she has something to say, she's going to say it no matter what. Because <laughs> I have a couple of little slight complaints during certain intimate moments. And her exact words were, well, you need to get together more often. Well, we don't want exactly those words, but you can get the gist of it. Yeah. And she goes, you are now, at the, end of the, at the end of the visit, she goes, you are now under doctor's orders to get together with your man more often. Oh, okay. Well, you're, you're going to have to go tell him you have a prescription then. 
That's exactly what I said. She goes, what is this problem that you guys can't together? He's he's a cop who works second shift. Oh, yeah, that could present a little bit of a problem. Yeah, she, she, she's married to a fireman, so she knows, like, you know, how that can be a little strange. She goes, well, I just based off there is absolutely no reason why he shouldn't get on the ball. So, yeah, she was, like, one of those ones that will just, like, straight up, Tell you how it will tell you how it is, what it is, no matter what. <laughs> I mean, she literally told me that, you know, you're 36 going into 37. You realize your ovaries are going to stop working soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I know, but, you know, I'm still trying to get a ring on this finger here. <laughs> and then she asked me, have you ever heard that Beyonce song? <laughs> Maybe you should play that for him. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a really good day today. <laughs> you know the year, the yearly comic comic routine as I <laughs> as I put it. Because I told her if I wouldn't have gone over to see him last month and made it, made him make, let me come over to see him last month, last time I would have seen him was the last time I saw you. Oh, goodness. I've already text messaged him that I've had, I've had, you know, my guy, and I, I've, I've seen the doctor and they said I have a really important, you know, issue I need to take care of. I'm uh-huh. waiting for him to contact me. <laughs> I can tell them <laughs> that we need to see each other more often. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's under doctor's orders. Ah. Uh. So, but how's your week been? <laughs> Not as exciting as my day has been. Um, my week's been pretty good. Um, rather uneventful. Let's see. Yeah, it's it's cold 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 cold. Uh, so did you find any good good deals? Um no, I mean, just went. We just got back from just got back from dinner and Goodwill, and I found. Oh, I found a carousel base for more customs, but that's about it. Oh. 
Well, I haven't been back to the store yet, so I have nothing. Oh, no more blind bags yet? No, that won't happen until 4th of July weekend. Okay. Hopefully by then I'll have a list of which ones I need so I can take and, like, peek. (laughs) Well, some of them do have the... uh... What is it? Old post on the side. Yeah, the 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 letter and the number of what uh, blind bag it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to write down which ones I don't have, and then go from there. <laughs> I have a master plan. It's a, a trying to finish at least one set. I think the only set I've completed is the first one. And that was basically because I got lucky and got an entire cake. All in one shot. Lucky. And that's back when they were putting all of them in one case. Yeah. They don't seem to do that anymore. No, now it's, they're putting, you know, geez. Well, sorry, my, the lamp that um, is right next to my bed, it's starting to, it's, the shade is so old, the plastic is so old that it's starting to crack. Mm-hmm. And, like, a whole chunk evidently cracked off and fell. Ooh. I think this thing was cracked to begin with because I think we got the thing at Goodwill. I think we got the shade at Goodwill. Mm-hmm. So it had a little crack in it, so like the crack's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger over the years. Yeah. You'll have to not mind me because I will be eating during the show because I did not get home until 6 o'clock. Oh, okay. Actually, I should say, dinner was not done until 6 o'clock. And Mom had grilled, so she jumped in for a quick, you know, cooling off. And then I had to jump in for a quick cool off, too. Because mm-hmm. we are in the hundreds. It is officially summer. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're in the 80s and 90s over here, so lucky. We'll wow. test it out the cool oh, water. <laughs> Go ahead. It's still hot for me to be in the 80s and 90s. Ah, yeah, for us, that's like nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it's 
it's summer and it's supposed to be hot in summer, but actually we're we're actually um, nine days away from summer actually officially beginning. Um, that is true. July first is actually the summer equinox, which is the official first day of summer. Yeah. Well, Chicago's either got to be early or we've got to be late. It's got we've got to be either one of the two. Mm. Yeah, can never be on time for any single season. <laughs> That's okay. Maryland's at seasons. <laughs> see, if that ever happened, that means the Cubs won the World Series twice, and heck, has frozen over. <laughs> well, <laughs> what are you talking for, Birdie? You're not getting out. No. No. Don't pretty bird me. <laughs> Called you a pretty bird. No, pretty bird. He called me oh. pretty bird. But he calls you a pretty bird. Yeah, it's a pretty bird. He, when we used to live with my boyfriend's cousin, her nickname for me was Britty. So he picked it up. He called Aww. me pretty. All right, all right. I'm coming, <laughs> you little monster. You tell Amy, thank you. She's the only reason you're getting out. We don't like the phone. <laughs> All right, let, let me let G1 Tony go out. All right, boy, you better behave. Hear me? Here you go. <laughs> yes, Lou, come on. Get on the chair. I know that's what you want. Leave your brother alone and don't get on the floor, okay? All right, bird is loose. <laughs> Just have to periodically check on him. <laughs> oh, I do have some news. It's not pony related. Oh, it's anime related. Oh, well, that works. Go ahead. Because I never knew that the um the anime Brothers Conflict was actually dubbed into English. And it's actually really it's a weird niche anime manga. Mhm. Because it's about a girl that's used to being on her own her father's always out of out of the country for his work. Who gets he gets married to a woman who has thirteen boys. Wow. That's a lot of kids. Sons. Yeah, that is a lot of kids. And only one of them she did not have. She had all twelve she had twelve out of the thirteen herself. Wow. I have to say very fertile woman. Mm-hmm. But the whole premise of the story is 
there's a conflict in the family. Right. And the conflict isn't that they're all fighting. It's all what they're fighting over. Mm-hmm. And they're all fighting over her. Girl, yeah. And it's hilarious because you have brothers ranging from thirty from like thirty year olds to her age and one that's in elementary school. Hmm. And out of all of them at the beginning, only uh eleven of them were going after her. And one of them had already liked her to begin with because he was a classmate. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, my God, why did it have to be you marrying into my family? <laughs> <laughs> like his world has just come crashing down around him. Uh-huh. Because she's marrying into their family. Wow. But then but then you have one whom likes to dress up as a woman and she that one doesn't go after her. Right. And the adopted the the son that was adopted into the family doesn't go after her. Uh-huh. But at the end of the series, the one that actually dresses up like a woman, uh-huh, who had been keeping up with like but he had a scoring system. <laughs> oh wow. It was like a horse race to him. Uh-huh. And he even named it Brothers Conflict. Wow. And he goes, well, I guess the odds are out, and I guess I might as well put my hat in. So, in the end, he ends up wanting to go after her, too. Mm -hmm. But the funniest things are the opening scenes. Because you always have two or three of the brothers professing their love for her. Right. And it's like, she is like as dumb as like, dumb as a rock or something. And she she goes, of course we love each other. We're family. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, girl, she's not picking up the hints at all. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Even throughout the series, she is not really picking up on all of the hints until we get to, like, the last few episodes where she's finally figuring it out, kind of like, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) And she's having to let them all down each, you know, very gently and easily. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) because <laughs> she doesn't want the family their family to be like in conflict 
Right. But, yeah, it's hilarious. (laughs) Excuse me. And they even had a couple of bonus episodes, which were even more hilarious because she had um, a pet squirrel that she could talk to and she could understand the squirrel and so could the adopted brother. Mhm. Because she could never figure out how she, he knew what what the squirrel's nickname for her was. Right. Until one there was one episode in which he was actually talking to the squirrel. Mhm. And said, "Why don't we team up and we'll make like the coalition to protect Chi, <laughs> which was her." <laughs> Right. So finally the squirrel had a brother that, like, he didn't have to attack. Aw. Because it was like, whenever any of the brothers came anywhere near her, this squirrel would just automatically attack them. Oh, goodness. Because well, he was like that... a he was, he was her protector. Aw. <laughs> He would jump on their pets. He would, like, go at their faces. Ooh. Oh, this is a little <laughs> Yes, he was. But the only one he never went after was the one brother who could understand him. Mm-hmm. Because they, they created the coalition to protect her. Right. So, but it, it was just completely hilarious. There was an episode in which it was Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. And evidently in Japan, it's the opposite of what we do here in the U.S., where we get, where um, men give women chocolate. Over there, it's women give men chocolate. Yeah, and then there's a separate holiday called White Day where men will give women uh, presents, like, in response to the Valentine's Day thing. Yeah. So the the guys decided that they were going to do a reverse um, Valentine's Day, so they all made were baking her chocolate, you know, things. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were all, like, fantasizing over, you know, what would happen when they gave her the gift. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was hilarious because here's, here's her, her scroll who she called Jury. Uh-huh. He's watching over this kind of like, yeah, I'm going to sabotage this. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't going to happen. Uh-huh. So he just tri- he he drops an acorn he drops a bunch of acorns on the floor. Uh huh. So that when one of them stepped on one of the acorns, he would go flying into one of the other guys guys' things, and another one would fly into another one, and the guy another one would fly into another one. Kind of like a domino effect. Yes. 
and the only one that had gotten had made her anything and had gotten anything done was the jack of the house, and mm-hmm. he made her a football, not football. He made her a basketball because he was a basketball player. Uh huh. But because his hands were so hot, he mm-hmm. melted the ball. <laughs> oh, okay. So after that happened, you had the most sensitive one in the household mm-hmm. come down. Who he always took care of the garden, and he had made her chocolate. He had made her chocolate roses, in which all the brothers took one, ate them, and said, mm, "That's good." <laughs> <laughs> kind of like if we can't give her something, you can't give her something. Oh gosh. And then they were all excited because she came in with this, like, big, huge gift. Mm-hmm. Thinking it was going to be for one of them. Mm-hmm. And they all got small, tiny little gifts. Yeah. And even Jury, Jury thought he, he the, the gift was for him. And she gives him an acorn. Aww. And he's kind of looking at the acorn, kind of like, what's this? <laughs> what is that big container of chocolate you had? Which turned out to be for her father. Aww. And which she actually found out during the series was actually not her father, was actually her adopted father because her parents ended up dying one after after the other in accidents. Oh, okay. So he took care of her all of her life. Oh. All by himself, single father. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 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 I see you inching. You don't get off that chair, sir. <laughs> chair, he'll get down to the floor, and then he'll hide under a couch and lie in wait with back toes. <laughs> I don't know why he likes to attack toes, but he does. Because they look like worms. <laughs> Probably. No. But I'm also a little disappointed. Why is that? I didn't know that my school's, um, the school that I'm working at, their graduation was last Friday. Mm hmm. And I thought the graduation was going to be during my training session, so I never ordered my regalia stuff to participate in in the um, thing. I didn't even know any of my students were going to be graduating. Right. So, like, I ended up on Thursday night, like, emailing, like, every single person I could possibly could at the school to see if there was any possible, like, you know, extra stuff just laying around mm-hmm. so that I can come and participate, and there ended up not being any. Oh. That's a shame. 
it was. But I will have to simply live vicariously through everybody else. Because it was, it was actually hilarious. Even my program chair was like, I will even look to see if I can find my 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 gown from when I graduated from from Northwestern College. Oh, well, that's <laughs> nice like, oh. to see for you. Yeah, but unfortunately, they didn't have any of the other stuff like the caps or like you know the sashes and stuff. Mhm. Because it would have been my very first time ever actually seeing a graduate a class that I taught graduate. Yeah. I'm sorry you didn't get to go. Yeah. There's always next time. That's true. So are we ready for some blind bags? Sure. Okay, we're gonna first. We're gonna do the three set from the new set that I've got. Three packs from the new set because I want to make sure I've gotten through all of those before I go back out to my uncle's house. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take the Walmart bag and I'm gonna shake it up and down. Now I'm going to shake to the side until three of them pop out. One, two, come on. I just need one more. Three. Number four can go back in. Oh, no, no, no. Number four can come out. I should have opened up one more last week. Well. Okay. You. See if I can find my scissors. Darn it. Smartphone. We must hurry and save the clock. Oh no. I'm not trying to tear off the house. Okay, there's one little bad baby battery. You'd think both baby batteries would have went in the same direction. Yeah, you would think. You all having trouble over there? Yeah, I'm missing a battery. Oh, I didn't take it. 
should be over there some. Oh, crappy old yes. Do you see a small battery out there? It's got to be in here. And unfortunately, it's one of those little tiny little clock and little watch batteries. Ooh. And it's like one of the smaller ones. Well, hopefully I didn't break this thing. Unfortunately, I can't check the clock part of it because the two small batteries are what run the clock. It's one of those night light clocks that changes color. Uh-huh. Well, that part still works. I just can't check the date and time part of it until I either find that battery or I go out and buy new. I'm going to have to go out and buy a new one. Okay, let's try this again. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I swear I can never find my scissors when I want them. Yeah, that's how scissors seem to work. But when I don't want them, they're in my way. Hold on one second. I played onion roulette and I got I got yellow I got yellow. Sorry, my mother grilled um onions and she did two red and two two yellow and she had gotten one red and She said there's one more red left and then there's two two yellow ones in there. I said so so it's like onion roulette. Oh goodness. 
Combined and just open them up that way. Uh, no. So, should I open the wave 15? No. Yeah, the wave 15 one first, or should I open the wave 17 one first? Do the way. Uh, hmm. Do the 15. Okay, I'll do the 15 first. Okay. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Let's see who I got. So, first one for wave 15 is. It's Plumetti. Ooh. See, do I have her? She is number 18. And I am not logged in. <laughs> I guess it would be a good idea to be logged in. That would probably help. Uh, yeah, I think so. Thanks. Wait, 15. I did not have her. Yay, I've completed an entire row. Nice. I have the row with Cinnamon Breeze, Plumetti, Golden Delicious, and Ribbon Wishes. Cool. So if this was bingo, I'd have bingo. Okay, so let me go ahead and put her away, and I'll go ahead and open up the other one. And since these are still attached, I don't have to do the, the magic spell again. Let's see who I got for wave 17 in this set. Oh, I've got a rarity. Oh. The regular one, right? It's a sparkler. Oh, okay. Let's see if I have this one for this set. Wait, 17. 
did not. Ooh, neat. You know what would be really cool, though, is if you got an extra sparkly rarity, and then someone could customize her into, like, a little blind bag jean. Ah, that is true. That is very, very true. And I would be the only one to have her. Yeah. Well, let's see what the next set brings out. Okay. Sticker didn't come off as well on that one. Okay. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. And this one, since I'm already in the Halloween section, I'm going to open up the Halloween one first. And for anyone who's listening, if you ever wonder, if you're ever wondering when I'm actually doing that, saying that rhyme, it's actually when I'm shaking the bag to get the um, card and the blind bag down, so I don't cut into the card. Yeah, because you don't want to destroy the card. Yeah, especially if it's one I don't have, and it's another one I don't have. It's Lilac Lynx. Ooh. All I need is Banana Bliss, and and I've finished a line in this one. Very cool. Yay! This wave 15 one feels a little bulky. One of the boys ones, they're usually a little bigger than the um, the regular pony. No, it's a girl. It's Golden Delicious. Ah. And I know I've already got her because I think I just said I have Golden Delicious. Yeah. But she's a really good good one to make into a minty. That is true. Okay. Next one. Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Okay, this sticker came out, came off perfectly, so maybe this one I'll get two brand new ones. Okay, let's see. Woo! Oh, did you get something good? It's the Mummy Lila Heartstrings. 
Ooh, cool. From the Nightmare Night theme set. The one I really wanted. Yay! Awesome. So now all I need is the cherry berry. Is cherry berry from this one, and I will have completed the entire Nightmare Night theme set for Wave 17. Very cool. Woohoo! Let me open up the wave 15 on this one. And I have Sunset Rainbow, which let me see if I have her. I have to look. I love her colors. Her hair is bright red and her body is like a, a nice sunsetty orange. Ooh. I already have her. Oh, well, still. At least it's somebody pretty. Yes, it is. I wish I would have had Flippity Flop, though. Okay, last last pair of the night, and then we'll do the regular blind bag of the week. So, Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Little Alley Cat. Pick up the bonus sticker. Hopefully they still have these when, when I go back. Let's see, I got for last wave 15, unless I pull one from up, oh, Cinnamon Breeze, and I know I've already got her because I just mentioned her. Yeah. Let's move right along to the Halloween one. Would be nice if I got someone in a bumblebee suit. Lilac links. Aw, oh, man. Just got that one. I know. Oh, well. Pretty good. Oh, I dropped my ducks. I swear to people, you know, at Candy Club, it's just like they're like the mob or something. Why do you say that? Why? Because I got an email on Sunday night that said, if you do not pick out your candies today, we will pick them for you and we will ship them out tomorrow. If 
feels like the mob has gotten in with candy. They're so here we go candy. with the regular pieces. Hmm? They're giving you candy you can't refuse. <laughs> exactly. So I had to pick it because unfortunately I couldn't call them because it was it was over the weekend and unfortunately customer service is only Monday through Friday. Yeah. To go ahead and cancel an order. So but here we go. Sure, some of these blind bags in here have got to be thinking. Please, would you please just pick me so that like I do not have to get tumbled around in here anymore? You're giving me a splitting headache. <laughs> okay, let's see which way this one is because. This one is the Pinkie Pie with Golden Delicious and another Apple Pony. And then Trixie Moon is kind of like hanging out, being all sneaky. So it's wave 14. So Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Oh, it's a boy pony. Ooh. Those are always fun. It's the boy pony from the front of the bag. It's the boy version of Golden Delicious. Oh, cool. And I don't have him. Hooray. So you got several pony, new ponies tonight. Yes, I did. Hooray. Yay. So I will go ahead and update the the, the list on the um, description in a little bit. But, oh, my God, let's talk about that episode from this weekend. Right? So you got a chance to see it then. Oh, my God. It was just, it was hilarious. In the sense of, it's like, you know, it seems like neither sister realizes what the other one is doing for the other one. Right. And then it was like Freaky Friday. (laughs) Yeah, and I actually kind of like that Starlight was the one to go and solve the problem. But you, it, 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 
Satellite or any of the main six, they would have immediately sided with Celestia. Yeah, they would have. They totally would have sided with Celestia. But I still I love how Twilight just couldn't keep her nose out of out of the business. Well, yeah, because it's Twilight, you know. <laughs> but as I love how they did. I I think somebody was watching. I had to have been watching Freaky Friday when they were t- they were writing this episode up. Yeah, because they essentially made them switch places. Yeah. And I totally think this one, along with uh, the one from a couple of weeks ago, not talking a lot. Yeah. The the hard to I say think, anything. Yeah, the hard to say anything. I think these two should have been the season premiere episodes. I feel like they were definitely stronger episodes, yes. They were definitely stronger. I mean, this one especially was stronger because you have poor, you have poor Celestia who is bright-eyed and cheery, and she's making breakfast for her sister. She's making these wonderful pancakes for her sister, who just walks in, looks like she is dead tired on her feet, about ready just to plop down grabs a piece of fruit and is just like, thanks. Good morning. Bye. Dead now. Well, you know, somebody who, if you work a night shift and then you come home and everybody else in your house works like regular hours and they see you and then they're like, oh, good morning. It's such a beautiful day and you've already been awake for nine hours and working and you just want to go to bed the last thing you want is a happy person in your face yes I definitely agree there so, you that know, is definitely the last thing you want Luna has the whole day shift and then Luna has the night shift and, and so up for 12 hours a night She's not really happy when she comes home from doing all her stuff. And Celestia's got literally a bright and sunny personality. That's the separating for your tired. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and also, she doesn't realize that, you know, how Luna does her job. During the day, you know, Celestia has all these people to help her do her job. And yeah. the great thing about this switching thing is, so, you know, the other one has it better. They both think the other one has it easier. And when she does the switching, it gives each each of them another perspective. You know, Luna sees that, you know, Celestia has to deal with all these problems that keep coming up. She has to be bright and cheerful and always happy and, you know, 
Whereas Celestia, when she does Luna's job, realizes Luna has to do this all by herself, and she starts talking to herself. And she's Which like, oh, my God, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not normal. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought it was funny to watch Celestia start talking to herself. <laughs> and she thought this was not normal at yeah. the time when she was doing it. But then she sees that someone's having a nightmare, and it's, of course, Starlight Glimmer because she thinks she did the wrong thing by switching them. And Nightmare Moon pops up. Yeah. But then you see an alter ego to... Celestia, who is, was it Sunburst? Daybreaker. Daybreaker. I want that figurine. Well, it just so happens that after, yeah, I mean, I would love to see them make one of those, too. We have two of those designer ponies that I bought as baits for a long time. And for a long time, I didn't do anything with them. And then I saw this episode, and I went, I have to make that. I have to make that. (laughs) So there is a G3 Daybreaker. (laughs) Well, I mean, no, there's a G4 Daybreaker. Um, You know, the the color pony, the the G4 ponies that they came out with that were the designer ponies? They have a G4 version of that? Yeah, remember when we did, they're like styling-sized ones. They're all plastic. They're called designer ponies. They only came in like three molds. There's a Modesh, a Fluttershy, and then the princess mold. Oh, yeah. Well, I had two of the princess molds that I bought off of someone off the Facebook group. And they were baits that, like, I was going to do something with them, but I wasn't sure what. And then I finally got off my butt after this episode. I'll send you the picture. Finally got off my butt after this episode aired because I had to make a deal breaker. Okay. I have to see this date breaker because I, I, I thought seriously that was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, that is so perfect. See, I was planning on doing a Nightmare Moon anyway, and I went, oh, this is genius. I'll, I'll just make a date breaker. So oh, and, she looks, and she looks perfect. Thank you. She looks exactly like Daybreaker, and I loved how her eyes were, like, blood red. Yeah. Daybreaker was genuinely scary in this episode. <laughs> that, that scared the... I had to go to the little girl's room as soon as I saw her. <laughs> I mean... 
I, 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 I hate to say it like that, but I had to, I had to pause the, I had to pause the DVD, and I had to run to the little girl's room because <laughs> she scared me. I mean, I just went, oh, cool when I saw her, but I, I it just sitting and thinking about her, the design was, she was creepy. And then just the idea of it, what if Celestia went evil? Oh, man. What if he screwed? <laughs> wow. I mean, who's going to stop her? Twilight? Exactly. Maybe that's why Flurry Heart's there. <laughs> Flurry Heart might actually be able to stop her. She probably did because she I mean, come on. I mean, look at look at all the trouble she already made. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, she be- She'd be able to take down Celestia without a problem. She'd be able to take out this one without, like, you know, she'd be able to take a daybreak with, like, you know, one wing tied behind her back. Hmm. Maybe we do, we understand the true reason for Flory Heart's existence now. I think so. I think we now know why she was born. But it was so great to see that, you know, she does have that side to her. Yeah, because Celestia is just this perfect godlike being. It's boring. And always happy. Yeah, yeah, always happy and smiling. I mean, it's good to know that she does have that part of herself that's just their moon. It gives her more dimension. Yeah. But I also and, love the fact that... Go ahead. Well, and, and it, it's also that... I mean, she's someone with a lot of power, and I'm sure, especially a lot of fanfic writers have done the whole, well, what if Celestia went evil? And you got to wonder if it's something she even considers, because she is someone with a lot of power, both raw magical power um, and political power. Oh, yeah. You know, Luna is her only equal. Maybe Twilight. Maybe Flurry Heart. And you know, the other the other alicorns might match up to her, but there aren't that many other alicorns around, as far as we know. Exactly. So gotta wonder, gotta wonder if she ever worries about you know, what if she does end up abusing her power? Yeah. And we now know what would happen if she were to abuse her power. She'd become Daybreaker. Very, very scary alicorn. Yes. 
that that was one terrifying. I said I had to go to the little girls' room after that. <laughs> she popped out and it was like, oh my. <laughs> I mean, blood red eyes and then the mane and tail of fire. Mm-hmm. That is one, that is one alicorn you do not want to piss off. No. <laughs> you thought you didn't want to piss off Nightmare Moon. Shoot, Daybreaker makes her look like, you know, a chump. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to yeah, apologize for a minute, too, because I'm going to be crunching. Oh, yeah, because they ended up fighting, and I think, if I remember correctly, for a while it looked like Daybreaker was getting the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Or upper hook. Yeah, she was getting the upper hoof on um, Nightmare Moon. Because she wasn't even looking to fight Celestia. She was looking to fight Nightmare Moon. Mm-hmm. And then Luna pops in. And you would think with the whole switching of their cutie marks that she wouldn't be able to walk in the dream world anymore. But evidently, it's so ingrained into her to do it that she must automatically be able to do it. Well, that's probably something she had to learn and not necessarily a skill tied to her cutie mark. I don't know, because Celestia was able to do it, and she didn't have to learn how to do it. Mm, That is true. But thank goodness she could still do it. Oh, yeah, definitely, because, I mean, she came in, and it was like, oh, no, 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 we're going to defeat her. We're going to kick her butt. Loved how after they they defeat Daybreaker, she turns to Celestia and goes, "You talked to yourself, didn't you?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Celestia's like, of- uh-huh. "Yeah." <laughs> and Luna's kind of just looking at her, kind of like, "Yeah, that happened." <laughs> that's normal. <laughs> well, uh, you know, that when you work by yourself, it's bound to happen. I do it. <laughs> I, I mean, when she started when 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 she started talking to herself, it was like, oh my gosh, she's doing what I do. <laughs> Because when I work from home, I mean, there, there is nobody for me to talk to. Well, when my mother wasn't at home, there was nobody for me to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, except for the dog. And, of course, he's not going to he, – he would never respond to me. And it was it was always – you know, I always – at first I thought it was like, oh, God, I'm going crazy. I'm going stir crazy because, like, you know, I've got nobody here at home. But then it was like 
wait a minute, I'm a coder. I'm, I already am crazy. <laughs> what am I worried about? It's in the job description. Can code ICD-10? Yes. Can code CPT? Yes. Can code HICPIX? Yes. Can't. Are you crazy? Yes. <laughs> You're <laughs> <my God. laughs> Talk to self on a regular basis? Yes. Answer self on a regular basis? Yes. Well, I mean, you know, at least you get intelligent conversation that way. Yes. A few weeks when mom was home, I, mom, mom thought I was talking to her when I was talking to myself. <laughs> and I had to remember, oh, wait, there's somebody actually in the house with me. And it's not just Doug. <laughs> So I'm sorry about the crunching. I'm eating the vegetables now. Oh, that's okay. And mom always gets them al dente, which is perfect. Mmm, crunchy vegetable. Yep. It's that it's that one degree of separation between crunch, raw crunchy and cooked soft. Mm. Ah, that is some good green green pepper. But yeah, I thought it was hilarious when Luna went. You talked to yourself, didn't you? And it was kind well, of like, I think at that point that Celestia realized that when she was talking to herself, she was actually doing something normal. Probably and made her feel better. Asking... Huh? I said probably made her feel a little better that she wasn't going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Pancakes that Luna made. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, poor Luna can't cook. <laughs> Celestia's always the one that's up making breakfast. Yeah, that's true. But you have to admit, Celestia was a good sport at, at trying them and going, Mmm, they're delicious. And Luna and just looks at her like, no, they're not. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she spits it out and she goes, yeah, they're awful. <laughs> because, I mean, you seriously see the diplomatic part of her coming out when she said, mm, yeah, they're just delicious. And she's trying not to, like, you know, spit them out. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of cute. 
kind of like, you know, when a little kid cooks their mom breakfast for the first time and it's like, oh, honey, you did such a nice thing. I'm going to eat these burnt pancakes and pretend like they're the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> burnt falling apart and decorated like, I don't even know how you can describe how they were decorated. Oh, badly. She tried. I guess. Yeah, she did try. She did try. But in the end, I think they both kind of got the point of, you know, they both have a hard, hard job. And I just loved it when Luna went, you have this to do, this to do, this to do, and I'm going to bed. (laughs) And just flies off. You have to reorganize field trip, and you you have to go take care of a timber wolf problem and a couple other things. And night, <laughs> <laughs> she just flies off. <laughs> oh, while Swish is like staring at her, kind of like what? Because I love the part where she was at the school and she was smiling so hard and she was trying to keep that smile and she just had to relax for just one second. And, of course, that one second is when the camera goes off. Oh, yeah. That's how it always works out, right? It's like, seriously, you're the, you're the princess. You couldn't have told them, um, can we take another picture? <laughs> Like, I blinked. And then I I do like Luna's response to the whole thing was they went back to the castle and she's with Starlight and Luna keeps going, I have to fix it. And, And Starlight says, you know, you can't do it right now. You have other things to worry about. And Luna says, I usually have all the time in the world to go ahead and figure out how to fix a problem. Oh, yeah. And with, with her walking into people's dreams, she has all night to try and figure out how to help them fix this one problem that they're having. Or it's something that she can come back to later. Whereas when Celestia has to solve a problem, she has to go on gut instinct or kind of just pick the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. And, hey, I see you on the floor. Get back on that chair. Uh-oh. Get back on the chair. Oh, All right, I better put shoes on before he starts going for toes. Get away from that bottle. <laughs> Dang it, i got to put shoes on now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, um, Luna's even so worried about the ponies going on, the little school ponies going on that field trip that she has a nightmare about it. Yeah. 
because we've seen with her uh, uh, connection with the CMC that she really seems to identify with younger ponies. Well, I think it's because younger ponies have more nightmares. It probably. That, and I guess because she's the younger sister. Yeah. That's okay. Onion. I'm putting on shoes, and I'm going to grab a towel so I can catch a chicken. (laughs) I thought you had parrots. He's a parrot, but I call them chickens. You heard me, boy. You're a little gray chicken. (laughs) Okay. Catch the pony. All right. It's a fun game to play. Oh, okay. You're back on the chair. That's acceptable. (laughs) All right. Keep my shoes on anyhow. I think it's he, he saw you put your shoes on. And he probably figured, "Oh, screw this! You know, I ain't gonna have no fun." Yeah. If I'm not gonna oh. have any fun, I'm I'm just gonna go back up on the chair. Well, he's on the chair, so that's fine. Whew. I think it was interesting but, that Starlight was the one that had the nightmare about. Um, Nightmare Moon and Daybreaker. Yeah, that that is really the the unique thing about this is that her her nightmare is the one that brought about Nightmare Moon coming back and the coming of Daybreaker. So she had the nightmare about the little creature. Actually, she had the nightmare about her switching their cutie marks and thinking that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. But it brought about an evil, which is interesting considering her past. Oh, yeah. That she's a reformed villain. Yeah, and this really actually showed that she is a reformed villain. But I gotta wonder if, like, the other um, reformed villains. I mean, I know, we know Trixie still has some regrets. Oh, yeah. But Trixie will always be Trixie. Yes. <laughs> hey, I tried. <laughs> Her accent's hard to do. But she's got a lot of the charm. <laughs> Hold on. Let me try this again. It's. <laughs> I can 
never roll my R's. <laughs> That's why I failed Spanish. Yeah, yeah, really hard to do. So they seriously must have someone who can speak Spanish voice her. Yeah, because she has some serious R roles there. Oh, yeah. Serious? I mean, that's downright perfect. And, like, if I could have rolled my R's like that in in high school, I would have passed. <laughs> I kind of sort of passed Spanish in high school, but I've, like, had no reason to speak it until now. Um, because where I work, we have... Uh, four Hispanic people that work in the dish room, and uh, they're sort of teaching me a little bit of Spanish. Because I told one of them, I said, I learned it in school, but I didn't have anybody to speak it to, so I didn't really retain any of it. And mm, Same here. You know, they told me, they said, that's okay, we'll teach you. Yeah. Um, so they're teaching me words in Spanish, and I'm teaching in me and a couple of the other people in the kitchen are teaching them words in English, so. Well, that's how you do it. And that's how you come up with your own version of Spanglish, and you can understand each other. I mean, that's what happened with um, my neighbor, the, the woman who lives next door who goes dialysis. Yeah. That's how that's how she, myself, and my mother communicate. We we have our own version of Spanglish. Oh, that's always fun. It's like certain words we we know that know in Spanish, certain words she knows in English. So we're able to you know communicate what it is we we want to communicate to each other. Well, it's like a phrase that gets used in the kitchen a lot when something starts going wrong is, oh, no bueno. <laughs> no good. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I know that one. <laughs> I am very good with no bueno, no mas. Please, no mas. <laughs> Please, please, no mas, no mas, no mas, no more, no more. Oh yes, no bueno. Is something that gets thrown around a lot. See, for me, it's day before. It's day before Christmas. It's Christmas Eve, and it's um, de nada, gracias. Please Navidad, no mas. Please no mas. Please God no mas. Ay Chihuahua. <laughs> oh goodness. Which for the. Christmas Eve, because what it is, is they make tamales on Christmas Eve. Aichiwaba is, oh, dear God, I had too many tamales. Mmm, <laughs> tamales. Just, just, 
just roll me out the door, roll me down the stairs, roll me up my stairs and into my house. <laughs> oh, tamales sound good. Oh, and theirs are always great. It's like up until when we started going out to my uncle's for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We would always go next door for Christmas Eve. Right. And no matter how much family she has, she could have a house full of family members she hasn't seen in months. Okay. Mm-hmm. She will throw them out of chairs to make room for us. Oh. Just so that she could feed us. Well, she is the one that hungry. <laughs> yes. She is the one that feeds us and one of her sons is the one that, or one of the daughters is the one that gets us gets one of us either tipsy or drunk. <laughs> Always a party at the neighbor's house then. Oh yes. Because it's like at, at one point it, it's like I think we should go home. But I can't walk. <laughs> I had too many tamales and too much of whatever this is that they kept pouring in my cup. <laughs> That's about it. That is exactly what it's like. <laughs> so we always end up staying. We we used um till about like eleven o'clock. Mhm. But then as as the years years progressed and she would feed us more and they would get us plied with more and more alcohol, she eventually got us to be able to stay until like 1 o'clock in the morning after all the presents have been opened. Oh, goodness. And there's always a ton of presents that you can't even come in the front door. Wow. They do big Christmas, huh? They do a huge Christmas. It's like can't even get in the front door Christmas. Wow. Got to use the back door. And it's hilarious that she had to get us to the point where we would be so stuffed full of food and full of alcohol that we would actually have to stay because they would get us from the kitchen into the dining room, and that's as far as we'd make it. And this was just next door, right? Yeah, and this is just next door. I mean, the only thing we have to do is walk out of the house, down some nine stairs, go across the front, go across their front of the house, across her driveway, up our stairs, and we're home. 
when you're so stuffed and so drunk that you can't even walk next door, that's a pretty good party. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't until after I had the surgery that I told them I can't drink, and they're like, ah, one drink won't hurt. Oh, right. Two drinks won't hurt. Okay. Ah, three drinks won't hurt. You're just next door. <laughs> okay. Then it turns into, oh, it doesn't matter. We won't tell your doctor. I think that's what happened the one year. Because <laughs> I don't remember much. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I think she actually had to cut us off. <laughs> She she had to cut me off because she knew I I had said I can't drink too much because I'm taking medication. Right. And it's like they went to fill my glass again, and she's like, "Uh uh-uh. No mas. No mas. (laughs) And I'm just like, Okay. And I go to take a drink, and it's like, I got nothing to drink. <laughs> and suddenly a pop flies in my face and falls on the table. It's like, oh, okay. I'll drink that. Oh, goodness. Well, so last thoughts on the episode? Once again, I think this should have been one of those episodes that should have been one of the season premieres because this one really brings everything into a big roundabout because... You had the creation of Nightmare Moon in the very first episode. Or the return of Nightmare Moon in the very first episode. And here you had the creation of Daybreaker, which kind of brings about a whole roundabout of despite the fact that they're both perfect in their own ways, they both have that in, they both have that imperfect side to them. That little touch of darkness. And for Celestia to have that little touch of darkness was actually quite shocking to me. Well, yeah, it's hard to see somebody who's never, who seemingly has never had to deal with anything more than just, you know, smile and be pretty. 
have that little bit of her that's like, oh, well, you could be all powerful and you could be evil and control everything. Mhm. Yeah, you'd never think that you know Celestia would ever have thoughts like that ever. Just because of that personality of hers. Yeah. So, but it's it's nice to see that she that she can now kind of relate to her sister more. If you think about it, because now they've shown that they both have that dark side to them. Yeah, because Luna's dark side comes out of sort of the jealousy of Celestia and the lust for power, and then Celestia's darkness seems to come out of just, mostly just the lust for power. Oh, yeah. And control. You know, to completely want order and control and be able to have everything. Okay. Um, it's that time of the evening, so I'm going to kind of let you talk a little bit because I need to let some stuff melt. Okay. Yeah. You, you need to go ahead and take your pill. Well, well let me make sure Ponybird's being haved. He is. Sitting on the top of the stage, being a good bird. But yeah, I like that this episode not only mm-hmm. focused on monsters, but that Starlight Glimmer got a little bit more of a spotlight because even though she's been part of the cast for a while, she hasn't really gotten a whole lot of episodes where she could be the focus. And you know, as I said before, if you think about it, it kind of had to be her that yeah. uh, came in and did this. Because if anyone else had been sent to help the sisters, would have immediately sided with Celestia. And I don't think anybody would have even tried to hear out Luna's side of the argument. And it, it's not even really that they were all that angry with each other is that they were inadvertently hurting each other's feelings. And with family and even with close friends, that's really easy to do. You know, it's easy to mm-hmm. upset someone and not realize it. And then if you're one of those people that just doesn't like confrontation, you won't bring it up at all. Right. And you kind of sit there with the hurt feelings. And it seems to me that Luna and Celestia are both the personalities that neither one of them really liked confrontation. So they were probably both avoiding each other. And then when they did talk to each other, 
it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it being very good when they talk to each other because, I mean, I mean, just look at how they were in the mornings. I mean, Celestia makes this great breakfast, which, man, if I was there, I'd be like, can I have another stack? Mm. <laughs> I mean, man, I'd love for Celestia to make me pancakes, mm. especially if they look like that. Pancakes, yeah. This looks like so a multi We had it work for a while. Yeah, with a smiley face on it and all of that. It's like the only place you're going to ever be able to get that is if you, you can ever afford to go to Japan. They and go to like little, a, little, actually, you go to Japan, you go to one of those maid cafes where they decorate your food all the time. Ah, uh, yep. I mean, she's she 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 seriously she if she was like in the real world, she could seriously go and work in a maid cafe for sure. <laughs> She's got the talent and she's got the personality for it. Definitely. So, I don't mind the sound right now. But, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, man, those pancakes look good. Now I want pancakes. Mm, So do I. Don't you, Celestia? But I just love how Luna just walks in, I mean, all blurry-eyed, and she just takes a piece of fruit. Pretty sure if they had coffee in Equestria, Luna would probably drink it by the gallon. (laughs) Or it would be just like my mother and me at one point, just put it intravenously. Yeah. Find a vein. Here's one. Hit it. <laughs> I can see her walking in after a rough night going, hi, coffee, night. <laughs> and that's probably what happened after um, Starlight Glimmer left. You know, they came to the, they came to a, to, to, to the conclusion of instead of, Having this full breakfast laid out, you know, maybe Celestia will have like a piece of fruit on the plate and a big old cup of coffee right next to it so, so that Luna walks in and just like her eyes bulge open. Coffee! <laughs> <laughs> so. 
cuts it down and actually eats the eats the, eats the fruit at the table. <laughs> so Celestia can have some company with breakfast. But I thought that was another reason why Celestia was really going all out with breakfast was because she was kind of lonely at breakfast. Oh, yeah, I imagine they don't get to see each other a lot. Yeah, that too. Unless Celeste mm-hmm. is having a... Luna just pops in and goes, Hey, Sally! And then gets off to the next dream. Yeah. Maybe that's what they need to do. They need to, like, you know, book, like, appointments for her to, like, you know, pop into Celeste's dream once in a while. You know, just pop in and go, hi, sis, how you doing? How was your day? Oh, that would actually be a good idea. Or how was your week? So they can both have the interaction with each other, even if it's not in the real world, it's in some type of reality that they can both be a part of. Right. But I can also see where Luna was feeling really let down because, you know, she saw the part where she was hanging up, you know, lilac so that everybody could sleep well in the castle and she felt that, you know, Celestia wasn't even noticing it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Lavender. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, sorry, there was Lavender in the, um, and like the little planters that they had around the castle. Yeah. Yeah, it was Lavender because Lavender is, um, a scent that's supposed to help you sleep. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was kind of like, you know, she kind of felt like she wasn't even being appreciated. Well, and it's hard to be in a good mood when you don't feel like you're being appreciated for the work you do, especially if you're somebody who works alone. Yeah. I I wonder if after that, Celestia gave her some helpers to help her at night. That would be interesting if she had, like, I guess they would have to be other uh, unicorns. Yeah. Wouldn't that be neat if that's something Starlight ends up doing? I could see Starlight and Trixie end up doing that with her. Although I don't know if I'd want Trixie walking in on one of my dreams to come and help me. Yeah, I don't think so either. That would be just like having Discord come into my dreams and helping me. Yeah, no, no, they. Uh, I, I will, I will deal with this three-headed, headed, fifteen-horned demon, um, dragon, fire-breathing dragon myself. Uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> yes, Discord helping. And I'm putting heavy air quotes around that. Funny, but it wouldn't be very helpful. 
Yeah. I mean, now if it was if it was Fluttershy's dream, on the other hand, you know he'd be up in there like all like you know fist up, all ready to go. Yes. <laughs> but my dream, he'd be all just like sitting back with a bucket of popcorn on a throne, just like enjoying the show. Although he would be helpful towards somebody who's like you know, maybe an artist or a writer who's having a creative block, give them a nice chaotic dream that would definitely oh, help is... help them get ideas. Mm, is this true? Maybe that's why I've been having so many weird dreams of late. <laughs> I've been having a lot of weird ones too. Maybe Discord's messing with both of us. Oh, dear God in heaven. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this now, okay, because this is going to be starting next week. Um, did I tell you I got a new job? Yes, yes, you told me. Did I tell you when it started? No, when's it starting? Next week. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Well, well, we should have guessed that. So, starting next week, I am actually going to have to be up at 8 a.m. Monday through Friday. Oh. Oh, that's going to be a difficult transition for you. Oh, it is, because I am such a night owl. I am not a dick. The the me and Garfield we are the same. We hate Mondays and we hate mornings. Well, I mean, early mornings we're not used to, or are is why the gods granted us coffee. Yes, and I will need to take it intravenously. And I will also have to figure out something because they actually, instead of installing programs onto my computer, which is a good thing because I'm having issues with my computer, Mm -hmm. and I've been having issues with my computer, I just have never had the time to really deal with it. Right. So hopefully I'll actually find the time to actually finally deal with it because it has to do with re- with um, clearing out everything and reinstalling Windows. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be a pain in the patootie. Yeah, that's going to be a great pain in the patootie because I'm going to have to remember all the programs I have on that computer. Oh. And I have not started, you know, moving any data over to my my um, external hard drive yet. So it's kind of like been one of those things. It's kind of like I've been meaning to do it, but I my computer had been doing so well. It was doing so well for a week, and then all of a sudden, I think it was last Thursday, 
mm-hmm. that the thing would not even stay on for like five minutes. Ooh, that's never a good sign. And it would keep shutting itself down and giving me, you know, beeping warnings. Ooh. Or it would just freeze up and I'd have to reboot it constantly. Well, hopefully you can get some of that sorted out. Well, see, I already know what the issue is because I've had this issue before and Dell said if it happened again, we we have to do the complete wipe of the system and take it back basically to factory settings. Mm Mm-hmm. I just haven't, you know, had the spare moment to actually do that. Right. So. Well, I guess now you kind of have to, huh? Um, Not really because the company is actually supplying me with a laptop. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Which actually came in this today. Oh, okay. And they also give me a docking station, a smart card, a token, which those two things didn't come with it. I guess they're going to get delivered another time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then later on, they're actually going to supply me with a secondary monitor. Oh, wow. So they're going to make sure you're all set up then. Basically, they're giving me everything plus the kitchen sink and the bathroom. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's nice. Because they're also giving me coding books. If I sound tired, that's because I woke up at an ungodly hour (laughs) in my book. I'm laughing because I get up at four in the morning for work. Don't don't laugh because my mother's been doing that for like the last two weeks. Uh, I, I know, I know. Oh. So are we ready for kimono? Oh. I think so. So until next week, Tony Night Nights. Tony Night Nights, everybody. This is kimono, and you have listened to Tony Talk. Tony See Talk. you next See week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye, Kimmy. But, yeah, my mother has been laughing about this for, like, the last several weeks. Oh, wow. Actually, have had to, because the spot I had had in the front bedroom where I had originally had my office space at, Mm -hmm. I kind of, like, piled on stuff for, like, storage. Right. 
So it was kind of like, okay, crap, I'm going to get all this stuff. I, um, I'm actually going to need to have to set up the workspace again. Right. So luckily, like, there wasn't really that much, as much stuff there as like, there was. Mm-hmm. So I was basically able to put most of it into a clear plastic bin so that I can sort it out at a later date. Right. Uh, put the old books that I had in the corner because if you ever walk into a coder's office, you will never, you will always see books that are two, three, or four years old. Yeah, but you know, you, like you had said before, you never know when you're gonna um, need to look up old code. Exactly. You you never know when you know when. The insurance company is going to turn around and say, hey, you know, this code wasn't valid during, you know, 2015. It's like, uh, really? Hmm, let me look. Uh, here it is. Plop right on onto the copy. Tell me that it wasn't valid during 2015. Yeah, right. I'm going to, you're going to tell me that. There you go. Now tell me it wasn't valid. <laughs> See, this is why coders talk to themselves. <laughs> well, because you have to. Yes, because, you know, you need to vent, but you don't specifically need to vent to any particular fee insurance company. So you just need to vent, so you just start talking, and you just don't really realize that other people can hear you. (laughs) But you know what? None of the other people really care because they're coders, too. (laughs) Right. They understood why you were talking to yourself. Yeah, they completely understand those They'll either they'll either like leave you alone or they'll give you a word of encouragement. It's like you go, girl, you get them. <laughs> you go get that insurance company. Give them one two for me too. If you ever look and you you see someone walking around in your doctor's office and they're talking to themselves, ninety percent of the time I can probably tell you that is the biller or coder. And they are talking to themselves for a reason, so do not answer them. Do not acknowledge it. Just, you know, ignore it. It's the safest bet because if you if you say something to them, you'll get to the, their train of thought will completely derail and, you know, their brain will explode and you'll all of a sudden they'll stop mid sentence and they'll stop mid step and they won't know what to do anymore. Oh goodness! And that is a true story because it has happened because it's happened to me. So if you see somebody mutter- muttering and about coding, you just let them mutter. Yeah, you just let them mutter, let them be, and just don't ignore them. Just, like, stay out of their way. Just don't get in their way. <laughs> they will run you over. 
because they are not seeing anything but the piece of paper in front of them. Oh, oh, excuse me. So, but back to what I was saying before. Yeah, I start next week, and I have to say, this is going to be one of those jobs where it's going to be like, holy crap, when I get my first paycheck. Oh, in a good way? In a good way, because this will be the highest paying, well, actually, technically, okay, the highest paying full-time job I've ever had. Ooh, that's good. Because the teaching job does pay a few dollars more per hour. Right. But it's only part-time and I don't get insurance. Ah. So if I remember correctly, it's like twenty three fifty an hour. Mhm. And that is the highest I've paid. And my mother always said, "Wait until till ICD ten comes out, and you know coders are going to be in demand, and they will pay the in demand price." Well, they are paying the in demand pricing. Wow. That's awesome, though. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, it means for six weeks, for for the next quarter, I do have to take off from teaching. Well, yeah. Which is, it's going to be sad come Thursday because Thursday is going to be my last day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a sad day, and I'm probably going to take, it's going to take me, like, forever to leave. <laughs> because a it's finals and I have to I've, I've got to grade all the finals and I would rather grade them at school so that mm-hmm. they're done and they're all turned in right because I turn mine in and then there is the fact that I won't want to leave <laughs> I will want to stay because I won't want to leave everybody. Yeah. Because even though I've only been there for one quarter, I've had quite a few friends. Oh, I'm sure. And even one that I gave gave away makeup to. Oh. Because I had ordered um, a matte finish lip lip uh, coloring, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be like a pink, right? And even on the box, it was like a pink. But when I opened up the box and I pulled out the pulled out the thing, it was like, uh, this isn't pink. <laughs> Was it more like a red? I could pull off a red. 
No, it was brown. Oh. It was more of a brown, so it was kind of like, yeah, I cannot pull off this color palette. <laughs> yep. Brown with yeah, is a little difficult for some people to wear. You have to have just the right skin tone. Yeah, and unfortunately, I hate to say it like this, I am a pale, pale-butted white girl. That's and I okay. cannot pull... I cannot pull that off. There is absolutely positively no way I could pull that off. So the woman who who actually runs the dental assisting program, I actually became quite friendly with her. She actually was um, there during my interview. Mhm. So she was one of the people on the panel that hired me. Right. So, and she and I, we we hit we hit it off pretty pretty well. So it's like, I know this would work with her. So I took it in and I I gave it to her. And she goes, "How much?" It's like I don't even remember how much I paid for it. And I really didn't. I didn't. I I couldn't remember if that was one of the colors that like I picked that came with the twenty four ninety nine box, or if it was one of the colors that I picked and paid for. Mhm. But it was kind of like, I mean, it's just like one one thing of lipstick. It's like not going to kill me. Right. I mean, red. It's better to have somebody else have it that can wear it and pull it off rather than, you know, just throw it in the garbage. Yeah, that way at least somebody gets used out of it. Yeah. Because I actually went in there and I gave it to her and I said, I can pull off some pretty dark and some pretty gnarly shades, but I cannot pull this one off. And I said, I didn't even put it on. I just opened it up and I looked at the bottom and it's like, I cannot pull this off. Yeah. And she opened it up and she got, and she looked up at me and she went, no, you can't pull this off. <laughs> well, I mean, at least she was honest. <laughs> That's what I thought. It was like, they were being honest. I thought, she goes, yeah, you can't, you can't pull off dark shades. It's like, actually, I can at night. I actually have one, one shade of um, lipstick that's like, it's, it's like a really dark, dark mauve. Uh huh. But I'll only wear that like at night and to uh, a party. Hmm. Especially if it's a costume party and it'll go with the costume. Right. Or costumes as it's always inferred to when I'm coming to a party. (laughs) Right. Because, you know, Amy has to have at least five costume changes. (laughs) Well, I mean, why, why wear one thing when you can wear more? Exactly. It was always, 
every every single party eventually at one point it was like I had three costumes in one night. Mhm. And one time I actually had two two costumes. It was for actually the three costumes was for a Mardi Gras party. And it was Yeah, the I think I just remember Mardi. you telling me about that. And it was it was just the 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 theme was just Mardi Gras, so that one I had I definitely had three costumes, three outfits for, because it was you know, going from one end of being dressed to the other end of being dressed. Uh huh. And there was one where it was an Alice in Wonderland themed costume party and the first costume I was Alice and it was actually really funny because somebody else had picked up the same exact costume oh okay (laughs) so we were twin Alice's and then it was like okay time for Amy's costume change and it's like okay (laughs) and then I had um cat ears and a cat tail and a cat bow. So I became Cheshire Cat. The Cheshire Cat. Oh, that's kind of neat. (laughs) And it was really cute because what I did was the tail, I I had um, a tutu Mm -hmm. that went down far enough that I could just wear that as just a skirt. But I still wore black underwear underneath because it was a black petticoat. Mm-hmm. So I, had, I ended up with, it's actually a petticoat change because I had a white petticoat for the, the, Alice, the Alice outfit. Uh-huh. And changed into the Cheshire cat. I ended up taking um, a belt I had and tying the um, tail to the to the belt. Oh, okay. Easy way to catch the tail. Yeah, um, I've actually... Yeah, you showed me a picture of it. You have it on your Facebook. Oh, yeah, that's right. Come on, bird. You've been out the whole show. You can get in. you got to go to bed soon, the little bird. Yeah, that's right. Do you have a stuffy beak, Salty? I do. All righty. But that's only because it's allergy season. Oh, goodness. You and Salty both have stuffy beaks, apparently. Yes, I've got to start taking my, um, after this week, i got to start taking my, um, my Flonase. I start, I, I need to start using that stuff because I can't use it when I go to school because I, I put on, um, foundation right and if I go to blow my nose I end up wiping off my foundation so it's kind of like what was the point of putting on the foundation if I just wiped it off (laughs) yeah that's true especially when it takes me so long to put it on because first you got to put on the foundation, and then you got to put on pressed powder after it to set set it in. Mm. 
that sounds like a lot of work. It is, but you know what? That's like the easiest part of my whole makeup routine is just that. Oh. My eyeshadow and my lipstick takes about 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Well, that's because I layer my eyeshadows. Right. And I finally found out, like, you know, the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Is put on all the, all the different colors and use a blending brush to blend everything together. Right. But then my lipstick, I I always start off with um, regular lip balm, mm-hmm. which of late I've been using like an SPF one, like from Banana Boat. Even though with as many lip layers of lipstick I have on, if it gets down to the to my bare if 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 the UV rays get down to my bare lips, it's a mer- it, it it's kind of like a miracle. <laughs> Because I'll put on the lip balm and then I'll put on a lip crayon uh-huh. and then regular lipstick and then the matte the matte coloring and then over that I'll put on a lip gloss. Yeah, so my lips they tend to never look the same twice. Even mm-hmm. if I put on the same exact shades, right? And it's the same thing with my eyes. Even if I put on the same exact shades of eyeshadow, it never looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually happy that I actually finally found what shade of foundation I am. Oh, that's good. Because that's so hard to do. Especially with me and especially with summer. Mm-hmm. Because I start to tan a little bit. Yeah. Because normally I'm like an ivory. Mm-hmm. But when spring and summer come come along and I'm outside more... I start to get a little bit of coloring, and I start to, you know, go up a shade. Right. So I had one shade, but I ended up having to mix in ivory into it in order to make the right shade. Mhm. But that even gets a little iffy because sometimes I'll mix in too much ivory. Right. And I'll be, I'll look. And it won't look quite right. Mm-hmm. And once you get it on, you don't want to take it off because you've already put on your toner and your moisturizer and all of that, and you don't want to take all of that off. Yeah, because then you just have to restart the whole process, I'm guessing. Yeah. Go to bed, little birds. <laughs> So, but I know when I go back to school, I know everybody's going to be looking up going, hi, Aunt, 
Amy, because my uncle put out um, this year. We finally got him to put the solar cover on the pool. Mm-hmm. So um, my mother is actually going to be going out there this weekend. Right. And I told her, for me, it's not really worth going out for a weekend. Because with the way my luck will run, I'll plan on going out for the weekend. I'll get out there and end up with work from the part-time job, and I won't get to enjoy the pool. Yeah. So it's better that if, like, we go – if I go out, we go out for, like, a whole week or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that I can get some time to enjoy the pool. But my uncle's already put in the ladder, and he he said it. The, the water is nice. Oh. So this year, instead of jumping in and jumping out, it's going to be jump in, and Amy's going to have to find a, a waterproof case for her Kindle, <laughs> <laughs> and hope it hope it works. Just sort of float there. Because they have a couple of waterproof cases for Kindles, but it's like there's some bad reviews on them and then there's some good reviews on them. So it's kind of like, because I just don't want to, sometimes I just want to read. Yeah. When I'm floating, but I can't take a regular book in there because my luck, I'm going to drop it into the pool. Mhm. And the water, the book is going to get waterlogged. Right. And also, if I take the Kindle in the pool, I drop that in there. I'm going to end up having to buy myself a new Kindle. Yeah, that's true too. So they've got these things that are supposed to be like waterproof cases, but like some people say they don't work. Some people say, you know, when you go to press the button or when you go press the screen to turn the page, it won't work. So I'm wondering if I have to just buy them and test them. That might be the case. Buy a couple of them and test them out and see which one works the best. Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Or, I mean, some people have said that if you just stick a Kindle in, like, a Ziploc bag, it still works. But I guess it would depend on the sensitivity of the screen and the how thick the plastic is. Yeah. Plus, also, you know, what what if, like, you don't feel it all the way and you accidentally drop it into the water and... You didn't seal it all the way, and the water gets in there. Mm. Yeah, you'll have to let me know how some of those waterproof cases work out if you do end up ordering one. Well, from the way I hear the water is, I think I will be ordering myself one because, yeah, I I, I like to read when I'm tanning. Because normally what it is, is I'll jump in the pool, I'll, like, put my, I used to use this, like, layout on the deck, and then we brought, um, 
last year we brought one of the um, one of the lounge chairs out to my uncle's mm-hmm. house and left it there. Right. And what I would do is, is I would lay out, and it's like when I got too hot, I would get up, go to the pool, jump in the pool, swim to one end of the pool, come up, and go, cold, 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 as I was bouncing back to the stairs to get back out of the pool because the pool, the water was so cold. Get out right. of the pool and go back and lay down and read again. But now that since like the water temperature is evidently nice, um, it's going to be Amy. You need to get out of the pool now. Aww. And the great thing is, is if we do go out during weeks, you know, during my lunch hour, I know exactly where I'll be. In the pool. Yep, for at least 45 minutes of an hour's worth of lunch. Sandwich in my mouth for the last 15 minutes and then <laughs> go back to work. Oh, goodness. Because that's when things are going to get hairy because once... Because I'm supposed to take this quarter off and go back in the fall, mm-hmm. and they want us to work from six, six, anywhere between six a.m. and six p.m. Unless I can get them to agree to let me, you know, take, you know, a couple of hours off and like finish up like from five to six. Mm-hmm. Because I can work from or from four thirty four thirty to six, right? Because that's about t- what time I would end up getting back home. Mm-hmm. If I take a like, let's say the two o'clock class, because I typically leave my house at about like twelve thirty, so it's like if I work from. Six a.m. to twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Leave my house, be at school on time, work my class, give give them about twenty minutes to go ahead and come to see me if they have any questions. If they don't have any questions, you know, then zoom on back home and clock back in at four thirty and finish off the rest of my day. Hmm. That wouldn't be too bad. No, I just be I just have to work and put my makeup on. I'd have to work, dress, and put my makeup on at the same time. Uh huh. You know, to like one layer at a time. <laughs> like, oh, it's ten o'clock. I gotta put on my toner. Oh, it's ten thirty. I gotta put on my uh, moisturizer. Up oh, it's eleven o'clock. I put on my foundation. Up mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's eleven fifteen. I put on my powder. Up <laughs> oh, eleven thirty. Got to put on my 
my eye primer. <laughs> Do it in shifts. Then I'd have to wake up at six at like about five thirty AM to start at six AM. Oh. That's early. Yeah, that that would be extremely early for me. Oh yeah. And then toss in the part-time job on top of that. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. Yeah, fun is a word to describe it. Yes. Amy will be living on sugar and caffeine. <laughs> and mom's laughter. Oh, goodness. Ooh. Pardon me. No, pardon me. I didn't notice what time it was. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. No, that's okay. I understand you're excited about your new job. I'm excited. I'm sad. I'm like 15 different emotions all at once. Well, that usually happens with new jobs. I'm also waiting for a text message to come in. Mm. Well, I'm going to get going because i got to get up early tomorrow because we're going to be running errands and going on a little road trip. Ooh. Yep. And I'm going to let you wait for your text message. Hopefully it's good yeah, news. Well, I actually text messaged the um, the one person that my doctor said I need to see more of. I said I put in there. I just saw my OBGYN, and I am now under doctor's orders, and it's an important <laughs> order to follow. <laughs> so I'm just waiting to see what what whether or not he comes back with what's wrong. <laughs> or what's the order? Oh. And I'll message you what he what he asks and what I what I tell him and okay. and how he reacts. <laughs> Oh, well, until then, I will talk to you next week. I'll talk with you next week. Very tired next week. Yes, I'm sure. Well, I mean, so you, if, you, if you're so tired, we have to end up skipping a week. That's fine. But I guess we'll see. You. We'll see how, how it goes. Well, I'll have to start taking my bedtime meds at 7.30 instead of 8.30 mm-hmm. because I'll have to be in bed by 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Or 10, 10, 10 11 o'clock around that time. Instead of like 2 a.m. Yeah. Because that's what everybody at, at at the school is like. You get up at 10 o'clock in the morning, it's like 
I don't go to bed until two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm up all night. Well, that's going to be rough readjusting to that schedule. Oh. Yeah, I know. It definitely will be. Good luck with that. Thank you. And I'm glad you're excited about your new job. Yay! Yes, I'm happy and I'm sad. Well, I know, but you'll get to see everybody from your teaching job. A few months. You'll get to see them eventually. Yeah. It'll just be a few months. Speaking of which, I just looked over and I just remembered I have to plug in my camera. Oh, okay. Well, I'll let you go do that and get ready for bed and whatnot. Yeah, because I'm going to take, because since Thursday is finals and they get the entire time for finals. Uh Uh-huh. And I always take a picture with a class that I'm never going to teach again. Right. It's always been a tradition of mine to do that. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, excuse me. So I've got a, I think I've got to charge the camera. Yeah, I've got to charge the camera. Well, but I'll end up talking to you next week then. Sounds good. I will talk with you next week. All right, good night. Tony, night, night. Is that it? Are we alone? <sighs> well, next week is definitely going to be a change, but hopefully it's for the best. Well, it will be for the best. But hopefully it won't be that much of a change that will disrupt the show. So, until next week, happy pony hunting. Good night. <laughs>